Hi there, and welcome to PMICast, the only UK podcast devoted to private medical insurance. I'm your host, Phil Knight, and let's get started. June 2017. My name is Phil Knight. I am an independent healthcare consultant based in Leeds in West Yorkshire and I look after the private medical insurance needs of individual and corporate clients in the UK around the world. And you are listening to the 69th episode of PMICast, the only UK podcast devoted exclusively to private medical insurance and related healthcare cover. Today is um, Monday the 12th of June 2017. And uh, if you're a regular listener, well, you can't have been because we haven't recorded regularly, but uh, you'll know that PMICast has has fallen off a little bit as I've gotten slightly busier over uh, recent uh, years. So although I do often wake up planning to record an episode of PMICast, it really only is uh, on the odd occasion that I do find time. But one of the things that's driven me to record today is um, I'm working with a number of different IFA and professional introducers trying to write more business with them. Uh, I've also been speaking to a few new ones in the last probably six, seven weeks. And first of all, I wanted to give listeners who probably will be IFAs, accountants, general brokers, people involved in the insurance industry and maybe looking to expand the range of their private medical insurance business. So hopefully to give you a little bit of a recap, but also to touch on an issue around private medical insurance renewals, which in my experience, and certainly anecdotally, this has happened to me with the last two IFAs that I've spoken to, an issue around private medical insurance renewals where maybe having uh, an outsourced resource like myself dealing with private medical insurance would, would assist those brokers, those IFAs with writing more business and and doing it in a more productive way. So first of all, let me take this opportunity to properly introduce myself. From 1994 onwards, up until around about 2008, I worked for a variety of different private medical insurance companies, helping predominantly IFAs and healthcare specialists write more of that particular insurance business. So I was a, a classic broker consultant for the likes of WPA, BCWA, Standard Life Healthcare and others. So I've got a lot of experience as uh, a person dealing with intermediaries and insurers uh, in terms of sales process, in terms of what uh, a professional introducer like an IFA or accountant might expect when dealing with private medical insurance business. But I've also got an awful lot of contacts and knowledge of, of insurers garnered over, I suppose, 20 years plus in the uh, private medical insurance market. I set up my own boutique private medical insurance practice in 2010 and the entire remit of my practice, everything that that I and my PA deal with is to do with private medical insurance just for introducers. So I work with a variety of different types of introducers, primarily independent financial advisors, but with a smattering of accountants, general brokers, St. James's Place members, and really anybody who would deal with their clients possibly needing private medical insurance. And the model is very, very simple. In return for a commission share, I receive access to market via their clients. We have a professional introducers agreement. 
I help them reduce their costs in writing private medical insurance by doing all the work for them, providing sales and marketing support, as well as the usual admin support. And in return for that, we split the commission. So it's really a, a virtuous triangle, if you like. I get access to the market via those introducers' clients. They get PMI as part of their product portfolio with an easy lifting ethos. They don't have to do any work other than introduce the client. And the third element of that triangle is the client who receives professional cogent advice from somebody who has 23, 24 years worth of experience in the private medical insurance market. So basically, if you come to this podcast on the back of perhaps a blog post, and you'll find details of my blog on the show notes, or as a result of a, of a sales mailing that I've sent to you, or we've met on LinkedIn, or we've just bumped into each other at an industry event, as happens fairly frequently these days, that should give you a little bit of an idea about the kinds of uh, things that I bring into my relationships with professional introducers. But the premise of what I'm doing is we increase the amount of business your practice writes by my assisting you writing more private medical insurance. You don't then have to spend any time or energy uh, researching the private medical insurance market, learning which insurers provide switch terms for which types of client, how those switch terms look for individuals or corporates. You don't have to learn one of the nine or ten insurers' products, many of whom have two or three or four different variants of those products with different options. I can really drill down for your clients, saving you time and effort, but driving more revenue for your business. And importantly, stopping you from losing business when another intermediary, maybe another healthcare broker like myself, comes along and tries to nick a piece of business from you. The other thing I would say is that it's also true to say that the private medical insurers, the Boopers, the Axers, the Avivas, the Vitality Health, they're less and less interested in what's happening with IFAs and general brokers because they get so much more business from healthcare specialists like me. Now, I'm not saying I agree with this premise. I think it's, it's wrong of insurers to do this. But many insurers now don't view non-specialist brokers as a viable source of business for them moving forwards. And that's where I can come in and bridge that gap because I'm a specialist who writes a lot of business on an ongoing basis. So the insurers do listen to me and I can negotiate with them. I do have agencies with all of them. So I can add value perhaps when an IFA doesn't have a full range of agencies in the private medical market as well. So lots and lots of little ways that I can just add value, build that bridge with you and your clients on private medical insurance moving forwards. I don't write any other kind of business, so I'm not competing with you for clients. It really is a mutual benef- mutually beneficial relationship for, for you, me, and the client. So that's kind of, of what I do on a day-to-day basis with my clients. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk about today was, um, in a similar vein with working with introducers, a couple of occasions recently, I've been to see uh, either new or relatively new introducers to my practice. And they've mentioned to me that, well, Phil, we have a case that we'd like to pass to you, but unfortunately, the insurer never sent us a copy of the renewal. So basically what's happened is, whether it's an oversight by the client, the insurer or the or the other intermediary, but for some reason the renewal terms either haven't gone out to the client in good time, which does happen occasionally, even the best insurers miss the odd renewal and, and I have a dire assistant to prevent that happening obviously, but every now and then I have to chase insurers quite late on in the process. But sometimes an insurer will assume 
that an intermediary wants a, wants a renewal package to go direct to the client, when in fact, you just want it to come to you. Uh, and again, that's, I suppose, part of having a knowledge of how insurers work and having a back office that enables us to spot that and to make sure that we get everything so that renewals can go out to clients in good time. But in both the cases I'm thinking of, we've gone well past the renewal date and it made the, the review process slightly more difficult insofar as if we're looking at a 15th of May renewal as one of these wars, but at the beginning of June, we're already two or three weeks behind the curve. And the case I'm thinking of, we were able to save the client more than £70 a month on quite a small risk. And unfortunately, they've had to stay with the incumbent insurer based on the fact that the scheme administrator at the client company was going on holiday and they just didn't have time to do the paperwork before they went. Now, fortunately, the client hasn't blamed the holding IFA for that that error. They've blamed the insurer, and quite rightly, because the insurer you know, didn't really, wasn't very transparent with what they were doing with that particular renewal. So the message is twofold. First of all, if as a, as a practice, or I suppose as a client, if it's your own private medical insurance, if there is a PMI plan in place, whether it's a personal or a small corporate plan, stick a note in your diary four weeks before the renewal is due. So 1st of July case, stick a note in 1st of June. That's plenty of time to ring or email the insurer and say, Oi, we want to copy those renewal terms. I mean, they should come out automatically five, six weeks before the renewal date, but they don't. So it's definitely worthwhile banging a note in your diary. If you're going to deal with it yourself, just be, be pre-warned, be prepared, get the terms through. And if you want to do a review or if you want to just check them over, you've got then bags of time before the renewal date. And I suppose the second issue that goes on from that is that because IFA's general brokers accounts can miss this kind of thing because it's not something you're dealing with day in, day out, why don't you consider referring it to an intermediary like me? I'll diary it for you. I'll make sure that, that the renewal doesn't get missed. And I'm completely transparent with my renewals. If my introducers want to see every renewal document that goes out, subject to the client's permission, I'm totally happy to do that. So it really is a case of don't miss the renewals. But if you're worried about it, refer the business to somebody like me and I can make sure that every year the client's renewal is looked at, is assessed. If we need to do a market review, we will do it. If we're okay to leave it worries, we'll do that. But either way, the client doesn't miss out. Okay, well, thank you for listening to episode number 69 of PMI Cast. Hopefully, we'll be, we'll be back fairly soon. Um, from a regulatory perspective, um, I'm an independent healthcare consultant. I'm part of Premier Choice Group, who are authorised by the Financial Conduct Authority, and their FCA number is 312878. You can find full details of Premier Choice at all the W's, pch.uk.com. Uh, you'll also find my own personal web page within the um, advisor section of PCH's website. Um, if you want to see them, I'm happy to send you a copy of my client terms of business. And remember to look out for us on iTunes and tell all your friends about us. And make sure you visit my blog, which is all the W's, localventure.blogspot.com. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.